Hello, welcome to the Bushly Gaming Podcast, your source for ordinary opinions from ordinary gamers. Today, we're discussing our most anticipated games of 2024. I'm your host, Jacob Bush, and with me today, he tries to buy clothing with as many zippers and Velcro pockets as possible. Your favorite Crip Boy, Nick Beard. <laughs> and magnetic buttons. Magnetic pockets like that mag- flop out. Yeah, extra you know? pockets. And then like I was a little offended by that. pants. Tearaway pants. Yeah, he loves that. You were offended by what, Nick? What are you talking about? I just the video you guys sent me that you were like, oh, and then Adam's like, oh, I thought Nick sent that to the group. <laughs> oh, for tech the... wear. He calls it he calls it tech wear. <laughs> yeah. So Jacob sends a video to the group and says how I picture Nick dressing in his head. <laughs> And it's this kid just wearing like this, like the most outrageous outfits. And he's like, pockets. and you, you can zip it like this and turn it into a cloth and like does this thing. And it's just like, it's like four minutes of that. Yeah. And it's just really annoying. It doesn't stop. And then it turns out he's got like a whole series on it. So you would, you would totally wear like a, a cloak though. If you, if that was like, if you socially could, acceptable. If you could turn it into a bag after he would, right? I think he would wear a cloak. Yeah. No I'd wear a cloak. That. If it was very minimal and had no zippers or anything like that, yeah, for sure. Uh, and then I sent you one recently where he has like tearaway pants. I didn't, this, this didn't is, watch it. You didn't watch it? Okay. That's, I just said this is no. how Nick strips for Afton. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly... I've, I've seen it. Anyways, this is, it's called Techwear, which, come on, Techwear, Nick would be... Into, being, like yeah. the name of it, Techwear, that's... A, Nick, you don't dress like this. It's just fun because... It almost makes sense. Everything's waterproof. Everything's waterproof. Yeah. Has you probably like couldn't cut it with a knife, although the knife would still hurt your body underneath it. It's got four USB-C <laughs> portal, like, yeah. ports in it. You could get electrocuted, though. Yeah, for definitely sure. get electrocuted. That's why it has to be waterproof. <laughs> There's a little uh, Walkman holder. You remember the Walkman CD player? Oh, yeah. Dude, I remember they were making, like, jackets specifically with, like, your CD To holding. fit that? Yeah. Fit, yeah. yeah. And it had, like, an ear, a headphone hole. You remember yes, that? Yes. Like backpacks had that. And that's I was like, pretty sick. that's sick. That's still dude. a good idea. Yeah. I mean, I guess you don't Without use wires. Yeah, no. yeah. But it was a good idea. Anyways, he elbowed a woman in the larynx this weekend while fighting <laughs> over the new limited edition Starbucks pink Stanley quencher. Leader in 10 nights, Ryan Scalf. Dude, the Stanley room? Oh, Have man. you seen this? No. I'm Googling it right now. There's a new limited edition Starbucks pink Stanley. And it's like sold at Target exclusively. And people are, it's, it's back to the days of Black Friday fighting, which I think we need more Jeez. of. Dude, Stanley is like so strangely become this like mega brand. It's a cult. Out of nowhere. And what's funny is it's so polarizing because like people who have Stanleys are like obsessed with Stanley and people who don't have Stanleys yet are just jealous. <laughs> so they like talk so much crap about people who do have Stanley. Hold on. What's a Stanley? Oh, by you the way? have a Stanley. What's a Stanley, by the Just way? Just a glorified the... tumbler with a little handle. Yeah. That's all it is. Very insulated, very yeah. name brand, I think. Yeah. Oh, it's just, it's like the Lululemon of yeah. tumblers. Yeah. Pink no, keep... Stanley Quencher Starbucks Cup releases Sparks Mayhem at Target stores nationwide. And more at 7 p.m. news tonight with Nicholas Beard. Yeah, it was me. It was me. Yeah. So, anyways, there's. It was like back to the days of Black Friday fighting. That's what it is. Honestly, fun videos. I miss those. Did you ever go out on Black Friday? I did. I loved it. I was like just old enough to go out on Black Friday by myself. Yeah. When it was starting to end, like digital things. Sure. Everything became digital all of a sudden. Cyber Monday. Amazon was taking over Cyber Monday. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, I remember I went like twice, two years in a row to a Walmart at midnight Mm -hmm. after Thanksgiving. And I went and like, I didn't even have money to buy anything good. You know, I think it's a lot more fun when you're running for like the new PlayStation or, you know, some new game console came out. Yeah. I just, I just went just to watch. Totally. It was, it was games for me. I think you get like buy two, get one free. That's exactly what I did. I bought like two $50 games for like 30 bucks. But now there's no point. Like it's like with digital sales, it's like, I will get way more on the steam sale than if I went to any store. Yeah. So, and I can't really stay past 10 PM anymore. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. You don't need to get run over either or killed or murdered or anything well, that like that. Was or kind of the fun shopping part. Party either. The fun that part. was the draw. I loved watching people like turn into apes. Savages. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's the people are like, and I, I think in this area too, it, I didn't see as much, but there was, it still came out of people. Like when people see a sale, they become different. They become more selfish. Like my elbows thing, are thrown. My favorite thing was like, uh, like middle-aged moms that would, try and politely walk super fast. Like they were acting yeah, like they it. were above it, yeah. you know, but they're like speeding to whatever it is that they want to buy. Oh yeah. yeah. Anyways, Ryan, that Middle was middle-aged moms. You elbowed, a, them. You yeah. elbowed a, a woman in the larynx. She was being too polite. She was just walking quickly and I ran and just dropped a bow right on her. Too polite. And for the audio listener, Nick sounds a little bit different. He's remote today. So Ryan and I are in the studio. Nick is remote. He's right here. He's right here. He's floating. Nick, his, I'm, we're I'm tickling. tickling Nick. Let's tickle Nick. We're tickling Nick's uh, severed head right now. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. I guess it's not his head. Ooh, he likes his, yeah. Oh, stop. Ooh, he likes it too much. <sighs> Anyways, this episode is brought to you by Magic Mind. Um, guys, <laughs> most anticipated, I say this all the time, this is one of my favorite episodes of the year. It's just hype. It's just getting excited. It's just fun. Um, and I threw it to the guys to come up with a list. I have a list here. The way we're going to structure this is how we did it last year, where first off, we'll go down the list of things that have dates. And if it has a date, we'll talk about it in that order. And if it doesn't have a date, we'll save that for the end. Does that work for the two of you? Great. Okay. Starting off the list in January, Ryan, do you want to start off the list mm. in January if you have anything? I've got, I've got a few. Oh. And there's Ooh. just a bunch of question marks on my notes. I just wrote like question mark. Turnip boy <laughs> robs a bank with two question marks is what I wrote. Is that real? Yeah, did you see that one? No. It is, yeah. It's like a it's like an action shooter roguelite. And you know how much I love roguelites. You don't. <laughs> but it it reminded me a little bit of Rogue Legacy too. Okay. It's like a except it's not yeah. um it's not just 2D platformer. It's more um you know the what's the uh like point of view of like a Pokemon game. It's like sort of it's almost top down. Almost top, top down. down. Yeah, yeah. Almost top down. And then it's just like a action shooter. And you just kind of like shoot around you and just okay. tons of weapons. It's pixel like art. Yeah, it is top. Yeah. Down. And it looked just like goofy and kind of funny. I watched the trailer and I was like, man, I could see myself actually playing this. Also, do you not think of that? You see that and you go, oh, that'd be great on my Steam Deck. Yeah. Right. That's pretty on the much couch. what I was thinking. Yeah. Mm. Good. Okay. I, didn't, I have not heard of that one. It looked pretty good. Cool. Yeah. Nick, do you have anything for the list here? January? Brian, did you have anything else or just the question marks and then the uh, turnip boy? Hey, Nick, I'm going to run the show today. I'm going to rotate around to Nick, each of you. Nick, <laughs> I'll go, Nick. <laughs> I'll go next. And then, Nick, okay, if you're okay. looking something up right now, that's fine. Like, look how yeah, yeah, go the ahead. The camera is bringing out how red his face is. Apple is <laughs> doing Nick. 
No favors right now. No favors, dude. Dude, that retina display is bringing out full pink (laughs) on Nick's face. It's flush. I've never seen him like this. He's so red. What's funny about that is uh, (laughs) I I was being serious. I thought thought Ryan was going to go through the whole thing. No, we're going to take turns. You got so caught off guard when you (laughs) threw to him. We're going to take turns. No, I'll go next. You have one? Yeah, The Last of Us Part Two. I, I have mixed feelings about this. I I want to play this because us playing the first remastered was so great. I'm kind of sad because I think neither of you will do that. So I don't actually know if I'm going to, but I'm kind of excited about it. Yeah, this is for the, for if you don't know, this is the remastered version of The Last of Us Part Two. even though the game came out like three years ago. They're remastering it already. Um, Nick, yeah. None of us played the, uh, played the original, so... I played well I played you guys part, played yeah I played part, part one. 1 yeah we yeah. both played part 1 I loved it and I just can't bring myself to ever go back to those games um it's such a weird such a weird feeling about that game I uh, I didn't like it it's it's too spooky okay Nick I would I would encourage you to play that I heard this the second one's really good um just because we're not playing it I I still think you should hop in All right I'll go next year I've got a weird one Prince <laughs> of Persia the Last Crown this is coming out January really? 18th I have no affinity to the Prince of Persia franchise, but it's a 2D action side scroller. Yeah. And early reports are that it's very good. Oh, interesting. Um, okay. And like you also like this genre. So yeah. it's a side scrolling platform game with some combat. It's of like the Prince of Persia universe. Yeah. This is the one I would play. Yeah. 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 So I played the other, yeah. like the old ones long ago on like PlayStation mm-hmm. with at friends' houses and stuff like that. And it was cool, but I never got super into it. To me, it's not about the IP. It's it's mainly that you know Ubisoft, a, a larger yeah. resource developers putting into a two D side scroller. I like to support those things. Probably be good. Yeah. Hopefully, be good. Right. Right now, Nintendo's still kind of the king of that genre. You or, can't really fit a thousand waypoints into a two D side scroller. Let's. They can try. They might. Try. They might try. <laughs> they yeah. Might try. Just like arrows on the sides of the screen. Just <laughs> just a bunch off, of them. Like, yeah. And they just go stacked. this way for that or this way for that. <laughs> Nick, Jacob, are you gonna play this one? I'm thinking about it. Yeah. This is. Again, this is January. The biggest deterrent for me right now is that it's listed for $50, which, Ooh. but again, when I think about it, like, what did we pay Metroid uh, Dread for? Oh, but Metroid Dread was like a masterpiece. This might be a master. So here, I'm going to reserve for reviews. If the reviews are 85 plus, I'll probably get this. Yeah, that's what I'll, I'll put. Okay. I'll put in for that right now. I respect that. Um, Nick, are you interested in this? I am, yeah. I, I don't know why. I was thinking. I don't. I did not remember it being a two D side scroller. This actually looks really good. Yeah, it, it's. Uh, I think this is where Prince of Persia should stay, right? Assassin's Creed has the three D space. Um, Prince of Persia can kind of explore this type of stuff. So, yeah. Ryan, what's next on your list? January. Okay, this one is another question mark. Tekken eight. That is a question mark. What, are you a Tekken boy? Mm-hmm. I kind of am. I grew up playing some of the Tekken games. For me, fighting games are all about the characters and Tiger Tigerhead. Yeah, like uh, Jaguar head. Is it a Jaguar? King, okay. yeah. Sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> but there's a guy named Tiger Jackson. In Tekken 3, so I played Tekken 3, and dude, I loved it. There's like secret characters to unlock. Um, there was a dinosaur with boxing gloves. Send me up. Named Gone. Gone? I'm in. Yeah, Gone. There's Tiger Jackson, guy with That's an it. afro. He was a really good fighter. There's a guy named Ogre. He was like this Montezuma kind of like Mayan looking dude. And he had this form. It was like true ogre Mm. and he got like bat wings and became this like evil God. I mean, it was just like the coolest characters. And then like a Mexican wrestler with a Jaguar head, Luchador. 
Yeah. I'm all about that. He's a luchador, yeah. literally. And uh, and then they had just a bear. His name was Kuma. He's That's just what it was. straight was up a bear. bear. There was just a bear. And he's like a, yeah, he's he's coming back in Tekken 8, and then he had a variant. It was basically just a palette swap as a panda. Yeah. And people love that. So that's bringing, that's coming back. Um, so you don't, so play I've been f- looking at Tekken 8 in like the player roster. Yeah. And I don't, I haven't played a fighter game in yeah. a long time. I loved um, Tekken. I didn't really like Street Fighter. I love Tekken and then like Marvel versus Capcom. Okay. And then there was, um, I think there was a, an X-Men fighter that my brother and I played a lot growing up. That was really fun. Yeah, the Marvel Capcom ones I played, but the it, that's what surprised me. There's nothing really these days you're playing in that sphere. Yeah, so I was like, if I'm going to make a re-entry into fighting games, this would probably be it. Because I'm not. I never got into Mortal Kombat either. Man, I'd love to see you play this. I, and if it's good, I'd play it with you. Yeah, we can maybe the graphics look look amazing. As lay people, as bush leaders, we can review this. Yeah, that'd be fun. Nick, you don't play fighting games, really, do you? No. Okay. No. Nick, do you have something in January? Anything else? No, I think that's uh, I think that's going to be it for me. Okay, I've got one more in January. That's uh, like a dragon, infinite wealth. I was wondering if you were bring that up. January twenty sixth. I haven't finished. Are we ever going to play those games? Well, I'm pl- I, I'm about probably thirty percent through. Yakuza. Um, yeah, like a dragon. Yakuza like, like a dragon. Um, remember, I was talking about how it's like a Austin Powers meets yeah, yeah, like yeah. a drama. Uh, like a Sopranos drama almost. I remember you playing it. It's very good. Um, it's just like, it's a mood. It's like you have to be into a turn-based RPG at the time. That's, oh, it's turn-based. Yeah. It's turn-based. I didn't even realize that. It's not an action fighter. So You're going to be into that mood too for just that entire genre of like very like comedic, kind yep. of silly yeah. anime type. I don't even know how you describe that, but I played like two hours of it when you started, Jacob, and it was really funny, uh, but I... It's totally a mood thing for sure. It's a mood thing. It's also um, plays well on the Steam Deck. So if you did want to check it out, I recommend just mm. playing on the couch on Steam Deck. It's mm. it, it's a good platform for it, but it's on my radar right now. If yeah. it comes out really good reviews, I'll finish up the first one to play this one. Depending on what else I'll be playing, I might I might try that. January might be. I mean, I personally right now, as we go down this list, January feels a little light. The games are yeah. coming out, but it's nothing like. I mean, when you ask me, am I going to play this? I'm like, maybe. Yeah. Right? Depending on what else is out. Yeah. Yeah. If there's any shadow drops, something I'm, big. Most of these, I'm going to wait and see like how they turn out. Because yeah. I could get into Turnip Boy if we find out like, dude, this game slaps. Yep. I'm getting in on it. Do you have anything else in January? That's it. That's it. Okay. That's January. Let's move into February. Ryan, do you have anything in February? Do you know what I'm going to say? I don't think so. Ultros. I don't know this. I don't know it either. Ultros. Dude, I was looking into this. It's a Metroidvania, but it it's like a psychedelic sort of I don't want to say it's not steampunk. It's like a it's like a almost a futuristic psychedelic looking Metroidvania. Ooh. Yeah, the colors. Dude, the graphics look sick. Yeah, the colors are it's like Metroid with vibrancy, much okay. more vibrancy. Um, you know me, Metroidvania's is like my thing, so I'll huh. I'll probably play this. And is it listed as a Metroidvania when you looked it up? Yeah, that's what they said. Yeah, no, the, these colors are really cool. It's, uh, it's PlayStation Deck. 5, which it, or, or Steam Deck. Um, it is on PC? Yeah, it's on yeah, PC, so I might pick it on Steam Deck. I also have been playing on my phone and Backbone a lot on the PS5, so I could okay. see myself buying it on PS5 too, because I like to keep my libraries, I don't know, mm. we'll see. No, I'm this, sure this art this. design looks 
awesome. It's very it's unique. Phenomenal. It's very unique. It's very alien yeah. too. It's a very alien, and there's just a lot of detail. Like a lot of work went into like all those shots, and so yeah. I'm excited to see it. Cool pick, Ryan. Yeah, that's cool because that's February. <laughs> uh, Nick, do you have anything? I could get in on that. Um, here's another one. I'll just throw it out there so we at least talk about it. I don't know if anyone here is planning on playing Suicide Squad. Someone had to bring uh, it up. Someone had to bring it up. But I had to bring it up. So it's one of those things that um, I don't hold my breath on any of these games, but I would totally jump into it if uh, you two did. Yeah, I didn't put this on my list. And it's because I'm not anticipating it right now, right? I, I think it's something that's on my radar for sure because it's Rocksteady and Rocksteady made the Arkham series and those games are fantastic. But based on early reveals, it just completely killed that game for me. That yeah. first gameplay trailer where it was all the cysts that they were shooting. And it's like these characters I don't care about at all. Like the I love this. I totally forgot about that. The purple yeah. oozing yeah. cysts that they were just shooting. Yeah. Every character like has a, a gun. It was just was highlighting the. What, what the weak points, the weak, the weak points, points of the points. character yeah. you're fighting or like a tank, a character you're fighting or like a tank, yeah, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. Everything has assist. The hit points were or not hit points. What is that word I'm looking for? Um, anyway, go yeah, ahead. but the characters don't interest me. I mean, it's suicide squad, right? They're kind of intentionally the B, the B tier villains. So I'm not anticipating it, but to your point, Nick, if it comes out and they're like, yeah, they actually pulled this together. It's really good. It is something that would be fun to play together. Right. Um, I think the, the aerial combat looks interesting but for now i'm probably not gonna hold my breath for it i'm so superhero limp dude yeah i knew it so much fatigue yeah most of us are superhero fatigue superhero yeah. fatigue man i'm over it all right my next one here helldivers mm. 2 okay we talked about this during the game awards helldivers 2 is the sequel to the first helldivers which came out on the original i think ps3 um and pc it is a originally it was a top down shooter, but this one is more of a third person, um, third person tactical squad, not even tactical, third person squad horde game where you're fighting tons of waves of aliens. Um, it's very when we talked about this during our game awards episode, it's like Starship Troopers, Starship Troopers exactly. Yeah, it's got that yeah. same vibe and like which there's a Starship Troopers game coming out this year. There is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which timing on this? <laughs> one thing that I thought was really cool about this though is that friendly fire is always on. And it's squad. Based. So like they showed they the developers straight up were like, yes, friendly fire is always on. And you just watch a pod of a deployment just fall on a teammate and he just dies right there. Dude, I would ruin that game for you guys. It'd be, I, that's so fun. I though. would like, be killing yeah. you. That's the chaos. Every opportunity. That's the chaos of split screen couch co-op. I'd kill Adam. Dude, he'd be so pissed too. Okay. I got so idea. We should all play this game. Get Adam invested. <laughs> And all secretly agree that we're going to just kill Adam every time we play. Yeah. It's PS5 too, so he could play this. Oh, that would be hilarious. Okay, the other thing that has me interested is that it's priced at $40, which to me, it's like this is a squad online player. Low-level commitment. Low-level commitment. Um, I don't know. Save I dollars Oh, 20 I guess. 30 I mean, there's $70 on PS5 yeah, now, true. right? That's true. So I'm interested. I don't have any history with this franchise. But that just sounds fun to me. The four of us, me, you, Nick, and Adam hopping on. If you guys were playing that, I would probably pick it up. Hey, we share a PS5 again. So if I have That's what it, I mean it, is yeah. I'll download it for Ooh. free when you buy it. That's only 40 bucks, Nick. I'll help you out. Okay. Bush League will help you out. That's how that works. That's it. We, we, we can we we take for care some, of each other. We take care here. of each other. Yeah, yeah. We take, nice. Watch this. Ready? Nick, are you interested in this at all? Hell Divers 2? You're a shooter boy. 
Not originally, but it's it's a game that if you two played it, I'd, I'd love to jump on. I definitely would get annoyed with Ryan killing me, but I could totally jump on board with killing Adam. That'd be fun. <laughs> uh, Ryan, anything else in February? I We got to mention Star Wars Dark Forces. The, re- yeah. the remaster, yeah. And so I'm not... Those games are tough for me. The kind of Doom style yeah. where it's like, the uh, joystick not only moves you, but also turns you that kind of control that bothers me. It's hard for me to go back and play the, those shooter games, Yeah, but I'm hoping this means that maybe they will get like a shadows of the empire remake oh, for N64. Yeah. And I, I, just to correct your language there, shadow of the empire. No remaster. So you said remake. A remake would be phenomenal. Oh, this is a remaster right. of Dark Forces, right. which is literally it's just upping the resolution. It's the same game. To yeah. your point, it's very Doom style. Maybe they'll improve the controls. That's something they could do in a remaster. Yeah. But to your point, a, a remake of any say? of these games would be awesome. Yeah. Right. And we get um, a remaster even of Shadow of the Empire. Yeah. I would love that. I almost put this on my list because I was like, oh, Dark Forces remaster. And I looked and I was like, it's just a traditional remaster, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which I can play the original on my Steam right. Deck and I don't care that much. But yeah, to your point, You're right. that is Sh- uh, Shadows of the Empire is a game that everyone loved. Oh, dude. And there's we haven't gone back to that well at all. It mattered a lot to me when yeah, I was younger. For that sure. was like the game that when you had nothing else to do, it was in my N64. And it was so hard. And it I was never, so hard. I never beat it. It didn't make any sense. Never beat it. I never beat it either. I remember getting like, I'm pretty sure I was close to the last level where you're like confronting the emperor or something. And I could not, there was like some sort of swamp monster that kept getting in my way. Is Hoth the second level or the first? Ooh. Anyways, it's the first you start flying hot and then you land. I did the junkyard level is the furthest I got. That's Dude, IG eighty eight. That was a hard. That's the furthest I ever. That got. was a hard fight. Yeah. yeah. Um. I do not remember that game. Oh, dude, maybe let's play this on our Steam decks. Let's let's do we some emulation. Let's actually beat it. I have it. I I actually went back and played it like two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. And it's great, but I stopped because I'm still playing Baldur's Gate. Maybe so that's one of the games I'm trying to get. Let's to. revisit that. That'd be fun. Yeah. Um, and let's beat, beat it. it as adults. Let's we'll beat review it. it. Let's finally beat it. It's yeah. been, you know, 25 it's years in the making. It's so easy. And we're just like, no, it's not. It's a hard game. I remember I've seen reports that if you're like, it was harder than it needed to be. Okay. All right. Um, Nick, feel better. anything in uh, February for you? Yeah, I've got three more. Do you want me to just touch through all three of them or do you need to have some more? I've got one more. So just do one for now and then we'll circle back. Yeah, I'll say one that I am really excited about is uh brothers a tale of two sons remake i've yeah. always wanted to play it and i haven't and not only does this look beautiful but i hear the story is like really moving and i just enjoy games like that so this is one that i'm super excited about and i don't know if it's going to be steam deck compatible but it's on steam so if i can pick it up on the deck that's probably what i'll do yeah likely they'll make that uh at least playable probably verified for the steam deck um, and again, that's Joseph Ferris's game, right? It takes two. It was his first game, or one of his first games. Oh, is that it? Yeah, Brothers. I thought it looked familiar. It's similar graphics. It's the remake of the the, uh, the original, so it's yeah, it looks really good. Okay. Um. Okay. My last one in February is Nick. This will sound familiar to you, but Nightingale. This is February twenty second. This is that it's on my list. This is that kind of Victorian magic. Uh, it's style, art style, but it's a first first person PVE open world survival crafting game which is more of Ryan's vein of games. Um, but really what they showed in these trailers that we've seen probably for two years now, close to two years is, yeah. you know, you have these bases that you go get resources for and you collect all these things and you build up like 
a team. Um, and then you go out through these portals that are somewhat randomly generated via cards, I think. And through these portals, you enter new procedurally generated biomes that are completely different or usually different from what you are in. And you have different enemies there and different resources to collect there. So it's, Ooh, it's dark. It's yeah. It's, it's a more serious tone than most craft survival craft yeah. games. Um, the enemies look cool. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I feel like that's something missing from a lot of that, literally that genre. The enemies are never interesting. They're just kind of like an obstacle in the way of like you crafting. Yeah. Because think about it. It's always like wolves or just like something natural. Minecraft is like mobs or something like that. But this looks more like they really went in on the actual character development. Yeah. No, it looks it looks very good. Nick, if you're worried about the call dropping here, I just changed you to the host. So if you can keep that, double check that time left there. Um, just keep an eye on that. Yeah. I should update to you. So this this episode isn't in. Uh, technical difficulties for those listening. Mm, um, okay. So that's Nightingale. Ryan, anything else in February for you? Nope. Okay. Nick, you had, uh, what, two, three more? You can fire through your list. Now, yeah, I had two more, but Nightingale was one of them. So unsure about the crafting aspect, but the Victorian era, all of that like scratch is a huge itch for me. And so I'm going to be, I'm definitely gonna be playing that. And then the last one was you and I had talked about open roads when it first trailered. Uh, and that's a game that might be, might be fun, kind of similar to seasons, but I think it has like some unique, um, aspects to it. If I remember properly. Yeah. And I think I was getting this confused with, we were super hyped for road 90 road 96 or something like that too. Do you remember that game? That's somewhat similar in that fashion. Mm. So okay. I, uh, I didn't put that one out, but I didn't notice that that is something that we have talked about in the past. Nick, did you see have anything else? No, that's it. Okay. Now keep an eye on that timer. If, if you drop off, we'll just call you back. It's not a big deal. The way I'm recording this, we're not going to lose anything. I'm recording this locally. Cool. 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 All right. Moving into March. Um, Ryan, I think you're up next because I just spoke about Nightingale and then Nick went. So. Yes. Okay. This one, another question mark. Mm. I, it's Outcast, A New Beginning. A horror game, isn't it? No. Oh, no? No, no, no. Oh, it's Outlast. I'm sorry. Oh, Outlast. Yes. They're all, we're running out of names. There's just so many games coming out. We're running out of names. Um, did, you ever, did you ever see the game Dark Void? Does that sound familiar to you at no, all? It doesn't. It was like a space, it was an alien game where you fought aliens, but you had a jetpack on. The whole point of the game that made it stand out is like you had this massive 3D area to explore at different like levels, and you had a jetpack. So you would just like fly all over the place. You'd have aerial combat and stuff like that. With a, You're holding like an assault rifle or a laser gun or something with your jetpack. They basically like took that game and then made it like a much more interesting world. That world was very empty and like not that fun to explore. But the gameplay was actually shockingly cool. Yeah. Because you could do all these things that you couldn't do in other games. So this one, uh, the aerial aspect, the exploration aspect, they show in the trailer like some some of the world that you get to explore looks massive. Because you're covering a ton of ground with the jetpack. Um, I, I don't know. THQ Nordic, last game we played was Biomutant from mm. them. 
Well, there's such a, that's the big publisher too. So I don't think that's necessarily, is that who's developing it? I'm not sure. Yeah, you know, I think it's publisher. Okay. Cause it's a part of the Embracer group and they have got a ton of studios underneath them now. Oh yeah. Okay. But dude, this is, you, it actually looks pretty good. It, and it's very tech based. So like you're upgrading from what I'm seeing in this trailer is you're upgrading different, you know, weapon types and your jetpack and all these in your shield, all these different yeah. things. Um, this looks very cool. It looks almost like an avatar-like world that you're exploring. Yes, and they say like you're helping to restore the world and how everything is connected. And so like every region, from what I understand, is like you're restoring something to like help the overall planet. Um, and the world like changes with that. And so I'm kind of curious. I don't know, man. I, this is one I'm keeping an eye on for sure. Well, this is developed by Appeal Studios and published by THQ Nordic, which again, this is yeah. actually something we would likely review under embargo if you wanted to, since it's THQ Nordic. That's one that we have uh, contact with. Yeah. So maybe. Okay, cool. I'd love to try it. Nick, anything? No, nothing on that list. Although I will say that Outcast does. I'm going to be watching it too, Ryan. I don't know. I feel like maybe that could be good. So that's an interesting one. It looks like that Frozen Planet game. Lost Planet? Lost Planet? Is that what you just From said? Capcom? Maybe. Because I Ice think Dark Planet? Void was a Capcom game, if, if I remember correctly. I Lost know. Planet. You said that's Capcom? Okay, it is Lost Planet that I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um, and I just say that from like, I, I don't know. I didn't that came out with games. the Xbox 360. That was a great game too. Uh, it. This looks a little different than that. This is a little more cartoony, but okay. um, All right, that looks great. I've got one in March, and this is a question mark for me also. We just spoke about this. This is Rise of the Ronin, March 24th. Um, it looks very good. This is coming from team Ninja. It is more, I think, again, we we're making this comparison always because this is just where our brains go, but it looks in the vein of ghost of Tsushima because it's dealing with samurais, but it's dealing with more modern samurais more towards the turn of the century with guns guns. Yeah. The West's influence, the West's influence. It looks interesting. Um, did you watch blue eyed Ninja on Netflix? No. Is that an anime? It's like an anime show that it's just a Netflix exclusive and it's, Super interesting, huh. but it's kind of it. The timeline is literally when, like, the West, there's one or three or four guys that come from the West, and with them, Western influence comes into Japan, and like the complications with that, and one of them being gunpowder weapons like guns. Interesting. And, uh, yeah, it's really interesting. So, this, this game actually is like that same timeline, and it sounds really similar and that that was a pretty epic show is that show cool yeah it sounds kind of very gory really yeah but it's a and it's an anime yeah. style okay interesting uh nick rise of the ronin does this interest you at all our, you know, our did, resident we, our resident recent, samurai guy yeah when we recently talked about it i feel like you guys really turned me off of it and we were talking about uh ghost of not wanting to ruin the ghost yeah so i don't know it's it's probably something i won't play unless you two jump into it but I probably will. It's in my opinion, it's either good. It's going to be either good or it's going to just be fall flat. Yeah. That's it for my side on March. Do you have anything else in March, Ryan? Princess peach. I don't know. I know. I saw that yeah. and I was like the likelihood of us buying, we haven't played super Mario RPG yet. And we talked about love it, wanting know. to play I that. Wanna, I still so want to play that. I'm, it's on the list. It's on the, in the problem too, it's going to be sold at $60 most likely. With yeah. Nintendo. So I probably won't buy it. That's one of those games. A lot of those um, kind of, second tier i don't even say second tier but the nintendo games that aren't like their main titles like mario odyssey or something or toad i'll buy them like three or four years later yeah. and catch it on a sale or for emu- like or, three dollars off emulate them like eight years later exactly i uh, know i'm just kidding 
Um, okay, that's it for March, right? Guys, anything? And I only have one more item on the list that has a date. Do you guys have Same. anything else that has a date? No. Nick, do you have anything else that has a date? Yeah, he does. No? No. Everything everything that I want uh, is TBA. No. TBD. That's not true, Nick. All right, what is it, Ryan? August 20th. Yep. Black Myth uh, okay. Wukong. Oh, yep. Yep, yep, yep. This is this is the highlight of the year for me. Yeah. This so far. I dude, I just think this is epic. Yeah. I cannot wait. We've talked about this for two, two years yeah, now. Two years. Um I cannot wait to play this. The world looks interesting. The the action looks amazing. The combat looks so good. The characters, I cannot wait to learn more about it. This is one of those games that feels like it's going to consume me yeah. in the way like God of War did. Yeah. Where I was or Elden like, Ring, yeah. converted to Norse mythology for a while and was super obsessed with that. Dude, I'm going to dive in to Black Myth Wukong. Yeah, it's grown on me also. You guys are both, I'll give you guys the credit, you guys always were excited about this. And as I've seen more, I'm like, okay, this does look very good. And it's also, I think the biggest difference for me is that I've now played an Elden Ring, a, 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 yeah. a FromSoft game. So now that genre isn't as intimidating. So now I get... You know you can do it. I know I can do it. Yeah. And the world does look interesting. Um, Nick, you, I'm assuming you're thrilled for this. I'm shocked it was on your list just now. Yeah, I'm all about it. I missed it. Um, it's going to be great. What reminds me of God of War about it, when you bring that up, Brian, is just like the staggering level of bosses. They, mm. they just look crazy. Yes. Um, and Elden Ring too. There's some Elden Ring you know, vibes in there. So... It's going to be weird with like a mythology, it's be a weird game. It's a mythology that we never get to explore. Like we did. Yeah. Like at least in where we grew up, Chinese mythology was not ever explored. And it was like, I remember touching on Japanese at like one point, but it was more in relation to like the emperor in world war two or something like that. Sure. So it was like, that's why I love ghost of Shima is they, they kind of dove into some of that too. Yeah. But getting into like the myth of China and, I I'm maybe some of this is invented too, just for this game and that's fine, but kind of seeing that's what fine. a Chinese team can make in the stories that they can tell, uh, with very challenging combat that is compelling. I'm, I'm super excited. Yeah, no, it, it, it looks awesome. Um, and that's, what was the date for that? Ryan, August, August 20th, August 20th. Okay, guys, we're moving into a, a different section here. Um, this is the games without dates. So, I guess we can just fire them off. Probably start with what you are most anticipated for. Start with the real good things here. Okay, we lost Nick just now. So for the audit, I'm not going to edit this. I'm just going to call him back. Um, Ryan, if you can, maybe I will let this, edit this, or if you can vamp somehow, possibly, and I don't okay. have to edit it. You Do you want me to go into my, I think, second most anticipated game of the year? Your second most anticipated game of the year. Under Black Myth. No, let's wait for Nick's reaction here. Okay. Um, I feel like he'll he'll also love this too. I'm but there was, okay, Multiverses is still coming out? I have that on my list. Dude, yeah. I it's also on my list. I just forgot that it never actually came out last year. I'm excited that they're taking so long to release it. Because we really enjoyed when it first came out. We loved playing like kind of that beta gameplay. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of issues, a lot of issues. And I'm hoping that all this time off is they're going to change it. I, this isn't going to be the case. I would rather just straight up buy this game and not have to worry about the paywall of like unlocking characters and buying season passes. I'm not super into that. 
Well, that's the irony of the situation for me is that I did pay for this game. Um, I bought the Founders Pack, which gave me like some of the premium currency and more tickets for characters. So I'm kind of, of already did. invested in that ecosystem. Of course you did. Um, okay, we got Nick back here. Let me full screen this for the video. Yeah, Nick, I guess it didn't work. Um, let me see how this looks for our viewers. I think we are, we're moving again. Nick, can you talk for me? Yeah, I can hear me. Yep, I can yep. hear you and you're coming through. Cool. All right, so Nick, we were just talking about multiverses. That's one that's, would you put that, uh, that's on my list. It's I would on say. my list. I, I'm i curious what they change and how they're going to improve like the absolute trash unlock mechanism they had. Yeah, it was bad. Um, it's very free to play game. So hopefully they, they improve on that. Yeah. Um, all right, Nick, let's go into yours since Ryan just shared one. Um, what is a game that you are most anticipated for 2024 that doesn't have a date yet? Ooh, I think... I think it's going to have to be Swena's Saga Hell, Hellblade 2. That's yeah, just like that a, a big one for me. There it is. Why are you excited for it, Nick? It's beyond creepy. And again, I don't know how much of the in-game in footage was like actual in-game footage first, you know, just these amaz amazing graphics in, you know, Unreal Engine. But the trailer that they put out like two years ago, it's like a eight minutes of gameplay is so insane. And I just feel like it's a game that I'm not going to get an experience like that anywhere else. It's it's just like a different type of vibe. And so it's going to be amazing. And they're known for like doing really good stuff inside games and kind of creating these unique experiences. So I imagine I'll be absolutely terrified. I'll be completely sucked into it. And I know that I'm going to be playing that one by myself, but that that's probably, probably in the top three, most excited games of 2024. Yeah. And it's also Xbox's like only announced game for this year too. Mm, um, no. So, it's a, I'm not going to play it either, but no, no, no. It's not the only that's about. has a date. Well, it doesn't have a date. Oh, I thought he moved on to not date. So th this has a date of like 2024. Does it have a date of 2024? It's on the list. Okay. Well, let's talk list. about Avowed because it's on my list too. Okay. Avowed is Xbox's probably only other game that I think, right? Am, am yeah. I, I mean, if that? it does come out this next year, this is Obsidian, right? Yeah. I, we don't know much about it other than we saw that one trailer where it looked a little bit like old school Elden Ring. I mean, yeah. Elder Scrolls. Elder Scrolls, right. Um, and my hype kind of actually went down a little bit for it because we first saw that trailer at E3 in 2020, I think. Yeah. And it looked amazing. looked awesome. And then since then, I'm, we've kind of been like, okay, this looks old. Like This looks like it's of a genre of game that you already have a developer in a house who does that the best or near best. Right. So um, it's still on my list. It's like I said, it's a Microsoft first party game. So that's, you want to keep that on your radar. Why are you excited about about? Um, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's fantasy. Yeah. I love fantasy games. Uh, like you said, it, it did look like Elden, Elder Scrolls a little bit um, with a little bit more, I don't know, World of Warcraft kind of cartoony yeah. features. Yeah. Which kind of appealed to me. The combat looked cool. It looked a little smoother than like, you know, in Skyrim, the thing that drove me nuts is like you've got you've got two hands, right? One's casting spells, one's got a sword or something like that, which is like cool, but you're always like missing everything. It was like I mean, Bethesda just has the worst like aiming mechanics. That's why I don't normally love their shooting games, yeah. like Starfield or Fallout. Yeah. Um and this looks smoother. I have no idea if that's true because we're only seeing like basic gameplay in the trailer, like what they let us see. Yeah. But there's something about this that looks more controlled. 
And uh, some of the abilities they showed were kind of cool, like brought in some some stuff that I hadn't seen in Elden or Elder Scrolls games. Yeah, man, that's Elden Ring's really ruined. It's Elder in our Scrolls. brain forever. Yeah, right now. Um, I don't know. It looks it looks interesting. It's Obsidian too, and Obsidian has a really good track record. Yeah, they're good. Um, I think the last game they made, or the last two games they made, they did that backyard miniature game. Um, mm. What is that? What is that? It's one word. Yeah. It's grounded. Grounded. Yep. Yes. Grounded. Um, and they also did the space game Outer Worlds. Yep. Outer which is really popular. Really popular. So yeah. I think we ha- we'll probably end up playing this simply because it's on Game Pass, right? And we'll have easy access to it. Um, all right, guys. My first one that I'm going to throw out here that doesn't have a date that will likely probably not release in its 1.0 state, but it's going to release in an early access state is Hades 2. Um, oh. I loved Hades. Hades originally had a very long early development time where people actually had access to it, early access. They could play it. And it seems like they're doing the same thing with Hades 2 here, which now in retrospect after Baldur's Gate and um, you reference a Rogue Legacy 2 earlier, these games that get into early access sometimes have the best feedback and result in the best game. So yeah. Hades 2 I'm very excited about. A Supergiant's a phenomenal developer um, from music to game design to art design. Um, and Hades 2 is obviously them capitalizing on that massive su- success. For sure. Uh, so no, yeah, that's a high one for me. Nick, that was our game of the year, I think, in 2020, right? We loved that game. Yeah. Is it, is this, well, it brings back memories. Is this their first sequel game? First ever. Yeah, because every game they've made has been its own standalone. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Bastion. Uh, Transistor. Transistor. Yeah, we played uh, that. I'm blanking on the other one that's like the sports game. But yeah. anyway, sounds great. Um you going to check it out or no? You sneeze. Yeah, I, I did want to play Hades 1. I just yeah. never got to it. There's this other stuff on the list, but Steam Deck, man. I can see myself playing Hades It's too. so good. Okay, Ryan, um, I think I'm going to throw to... You did a vow just now, right? Kind of. You, you go next. Yeah. I accidentally did yeah. a vow. Yeah, you go next. You made me do a vow because you said that <laughs> you Xbox didn't me? have any other You didn't have to correct now. me. You didn't have to correct me. Um, okay, this one, I, I am anticipating, if not my game of the year, mm. it's second. Plucky Squire. Okay, there it is. Dude, I just, this thing looks amazing. Yeah. And I really hope it comes together because they've pushed it back and I respect that. I understand it takes a lot of work and a lot of time. So I'm patiently waiting. I have no expectation that they get it out early 2024. I just hope it comes out this year. And um, man, it looks so good. I could go on and on about just the dynamics of this game. It reminds me a lot of it takes two. Yeah. Um, where it's just like, they're literally meshing all these game styles in and like breaking a lot of rules, which is good. Yeah. Keeps your attention. Uh, it's just so like, it's just a really interesting way to play. Yeah. And that's how people play is like, it's always dynamic. It's always changing. And so it's kind of breaking that mold of having to follow like, gravity through all of their game um and it takes two was the first one i ever played that changed my mind on that where i was like dude now i'm like street fighting a squirrel and then now i'm in like a racing game and then now i'm like piloting some plane like it just was everything in one game street fighting that squirrel was wild dude that that was was just so that was so out there it was sick the game was great yeah and so i feel like plucky squire just the way that the isometric view and the 2d view and like all these different things are at play i think will be really interesting yeah Yeah. agreed and nick i know you like that one too you you that immediately caught your 
your interest. That's an indie game there. Yeah, the same the same guy who's leading that also did Swords of Ditto. Oh yeah, which is like a super fun two D game. I think it's even on iOS now. Uh, just absolutely love it, and it's the same type of of art. So I'm excited for that big time. Yeah, you had me download that, and I really liked it. That was a good game. Good yeah. recommendation. All right, uh, Nick, what's your next one here? Ooh, here comes my list of like thirty indies. Um, I would say another big one is Chef RPG. I don't know if it's on the specific list you sent me, but uh, this is probably one of the reasons why I paid in and bought a Steam Deck to uh, to begin with. So wow. Describe Chef RPG this is for the, the audio listener. Nick? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> what did you, you say? Can you describe Chef RPG for the audio listener? <laughs> yeah, and, and Ryan, maybe this one will jog your mind. Uh, the guy who's doing this, I believe it's just him and, and one other person, uh, was an actual architect, and he makes these really cool videos online of like uh, you know how he thinks through... Uh, like landscape and building design inside of games. Super fascinating, oh, but yes. it, it's, he sent us that. Before. Yeah, yeah, it did look cool. That's really, cool. really good. Art. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's really good art design. Yeah. Um, pixel art. Yeah. Just from a visual perspective, Nick, this looks amazing. Yeah. It's definitely the, the pixels, like, I don't know, one of my favorite types of, of pixel. I don't, I don't know how to describe that necessarily, but it's a little bit cleaner. But watching the way that this guy thinks about making, like he goes through this whole video about making a bathhouse and it's super cool. So he's been designing this. I think he's been working on it for a couple of years now and it should come out next year. It's going to be one of my favorite, uh, favorite indies for sure. Yeah, looks looks good. Looks great on the Steam Deck. All right. Uh, next on my list, I have, it's a big one, Star Wars Outlaws. I knew you were that one. Mm-hmm. So we act, we've seen gameplay I'm so now. nervous. Yeah. Oh, so I would be more nervous if we didn't see that gameplay because I think at first when they first announced that you know, Ubisoft was creating an open-world Star Wars game, I said, okay, maybe it could be good. Maybe, right? They do open-world. They do open-world well. Well, with a lot of caveats, right? Sure. Waypoints, we already made that joke. But I will say the gameplay that came out for Outlaws looks like they're nailing what is needed for a scoundrel game, yeah. right? You are playing a you know a Han Solo like character, who with a ferret. With a, is it a Star Wars ferret? I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's some weasel. Yeah, yeah. Which I I think the what caught my eye is that you can h- handle like these combat situations a little differently. Um, it's like you can choose to engage and shoot all these stormtroopers who are trying to get you, or you can just try to run away if you can't really fight them. Like, it's not like a linear story. This is open world in the sense of decisions, it seems. Mm. Um, and it's Star Wars. We're sucker for Star Wars. I feel like the Star Wars games that have been coming out lately are good. I think yeah. they're, they're high quality. I think because uh, they're made by Respawn. Respawn's doing them. That's a good point. Um, but if someone's going to do an open world Star Wars game, I think Ubisoft is equipped at the very least. They've got the team. They've got the sure. team. Yeah. Um, so the resources, this is pretty high on my list for excitement. Yeah. It's, it's high on my list. I'm just trying to keep it down on the list. Yeah. Does that make sense? Your expectations in check. I don't want to get too excited about this. Yeah. I don't want to pull a Starfield. Oh man. Yeah. That was a shocker. That still feels that one hurts. Yeah. Um, Ryan, what's next on your list? I'm gonna I'm gonna just throw out two okay. really quickly. Um, Paper Mario Thousand Year Door is getting remastered for the Switch. I saw that. Um, dude, did you play that game? No. 
So, Nick, I know I ruined Paper Mario for you when I made you play the last one. Yeah. Origami King. Origami King. Thank you. I didn't even remember the name. Paper Mario's <laughs> amazing, dude. Paper Mario, the original on N64, was such a good game. Such a good game. And then Thousand Year Door came out, and it was better. And I remember it like blowing my mind. I thought it was such a good RPG kind of turn-based battle game. Um I'm I'm definitely gonna pick this up. Yeah, I, yeah, I just like I picked up Metroid Prime. <laughs> yeah, I figured you would, um, and I've intentionally haven't played this because I've accessed this because of emulation on the Steam Deck. When they announced this, I was like, okay, I won't touch this. But that originally you had recommended Thousand Year Door as like a must play Paper Mario. It's so good. Dude. So a remake on the Switch. Um, yeah, I might join join you on this one. I think it holds up too. Nick, what's next for you? I'm out. Uh, another one is on the same. Yeah. <laughs> He's leaving. He's yeah. done with his episode. I'm, I'm yeah. getting up. I have a vivid memory, Ryan, sitting in this room right over here, reading a text from you. And you're like, you have to buy it. And Jacob is like, do not buy it. And I was like, Ryan, I'm going to buy it. I was sitting right here and I bought it and it ruined it. I'll, I'll never play those games again. I thought I remember Jacob telling you to buy it. Nope. I'm just kidding. No, nope. yeah, that's some revisionist history right there. No, yep. I, uh, I we had been playing probably about five hours of it, and I knew this is not going to be good, dude. The setting was beautiful. Beautiful. They did a really good job. Writing on, was like, good. The world building. Writing was good. The combat was atrocious. It's bad. Yeah. It was, and it was a. The you know what? It give, was unique. It was unique. Yeah, it was totally unique. And there's probably some people who like that. We need to let Nintendo cook, but sometimes it's going to taste. That. Sometimes it's going to taste bad. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and I'm not bitter about that game because I did overall. I think enjoy it. It's fine. If you go back and listen to the review, I was probably pretty harsh, but we should uh, go back and listen to that. That would be interesting. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nick, what's on your list next? Uh, next up is Witchbrook. So this is another cozy game, just like Chef RPG what? or Fay Farm or Stardew Valley. <clears throat> This is by Chucklefish, though. So, oh. uh, you know, my boy is over there making Eastward one of oh. my favorite games. You've actually showed us this. Yeah, and Chucklefish in general, I think you usually like, right? Yeah. Oh, this looks very They good. do really good. So this is going to be a very high quality one, too, that like I just know is going to be good. Uh, really excited for this one. 2024, no specific date yet. Yeah, there's just one screenshot of this bridge right here. That just looks very That's, good. I, I'm, yeah. I'm holding up a picture for the video listener, but it's well done. It's extremely detailed pixel art. Like that is as te- detailed as it gets. Yeah, I like that. Okay, that looks good, Nick. All right, uh, next on my list, Nick. This is one for for me and you at least. I know this is a cyberpunk themed pixel art game yes. called Replaced, and I think again, this is one we've been talking about for two years. I don't remember this one. Yeah. Look it up right now. Um, was supposed to come out uh, Q4 of last year, and they pushed. Is that what it was? Okay. Um, yeah, it was re- revealed at some big award, show, like some trailer show or something like that. I remember we saw it, and we were like, that is amazing. The thing that's unique with this game is the lighting. The lighting oh, looks yeah. so good. And it's 2D side-scrolling, I think, gun combat, right? Um, it's violent, too. Violent. It's dark, uh, both in, in tone and setting. Um, and again, like I said, kind of a cyberpunk setting also. So this game looks awesome. This is probably when it comes to indie games, right below Plucky Squire for me. Um, I guess Hades 2 is technically an indie game too. There's a lot of indies. So far, 2024 is looking to be yeah. the year of the indies, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I want to c- circle back to that. It could but. either be like 
one of the most incredible years we've ever had or like an okay year? I'm not sure yet. I want to ask that question at the this end. This is the year. Um, Octopath Traveler 2. What about it? Isn't that coming out? It's already out. Nick's no, been- that's the game I just put 80 hours into. Nick's been playing that. You play? Oh, it's the second one. Mm-hmm. He's been playing that. Did oh, you just coming out? Did you just on, say that um, as like that's one you're most anticipated? <laughs> yeah. No, he's been playing it. I saw that on the list. Is like iOS release maybe? It's like one of those games that I've been saying that I'm gonna play forever. Yeah, you can do it now oh, today. You're totally right. You can it's do it today. iOS. Yeah, iOS release. Yeah. Um, they did that for the. I first was like, one when too. I saw it, I was like, I swear that came out, and I was like, Nick must be playing the first one. No, I played the first. Well, one. Ryan, I'll yeah. tell you this: you can easily put eighty hours into it and uh, only do half of the characters in the game. So it's coming out on Xbox. Oh, Xbox. Yeah. Interesting exclusive. Yeah, they did yeah. that with Nintendo exclusive classic. So you're excited about that, though. You want to? This, like I said, dude. I I kept saying I would play Octopath Traveler, the first one. Yeah. And I never got to it. And so then I've been saying forever I'm going to play Octopath Traveler 2. Maybe that's what I'll do when I finish Baldur's Gate. Well, you're Steam Decking this too, right, Nick? I am, yeah. Yeah, so you could you could play this on your Steam Deck, Ryan. Yeah, that'd be sick. It looks so good. Do you want to, I'll let you use another one since that's not really, it doesn't count towards the most anticipated since it's already out. Dude, that was it. That's it for you? That's all. Okay. Yeah. Nick, do you have anything else? That was my Yeah, I've got, uh, I've got two more indies here. One is, uh, you guys have to look this up. Same thing uh, as the previous ones, but it's called Super Zoo Story. And this is another one that is, I think, being made by like one or two people. They've been working on it for years. And it also looks incredible. And you manage a zoo uh, and do all the different types of farming and sim stuff that takes to run a zoo. So, Yeah, that's another one that you showed me. That art looks really good, too. The pixel art. Zoo Story, huh? Yeah. Um, all right. So next for me, I have test drive unlimited solar crown. I brought this up last year. George and I both were really excited about it. It got pushed into this year. Um, still very excited about it, but you know, they, they just pushed it. We haven't seen much either since those reveals, just more details that I think it's in, I think it's in Hong Kong is the city they decided to go with. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's a racing game. It's more arcadey than sim, um, and more around the life of luxury and buying ridiculous cars and, you know, that whole side of it. So. Ah, the life of luxury. By the way, it's Super <laughs> Zoo Story. Super Zoo Story, yeah. yeah, yeah Super yeah. Zoo Story. Um, Nick, do you have any more? Yeah, this is probably the last indie one, but this one, really interesting. It looks just like the other ones, but it's going to have more of a story to it and some fighting as well. It's called Bloomtown, A Different Story. Balloontown? A Different Story. Can you describe Bloom. Bloom. Bloomtown. Describe this for uh, us. Uh, made from Twin Cells Interactive as well, who did Gloomhaven and Ember Knights. Those are kind of some bigger games. But uh, this one is going to be, you're going to have some combat similar to Octopath Traveler. And you're going around in a town. And I think there's more of like a narrative to this. JRPG, turn-based combat, uh, monster taming, and kind of some social aspects to it. So seemingly pleasant 1960s American world. So the video is pretty cool if you watch watch some of it it's also got some high quality pixelation in it mm. it gives me some eastward vibes for sure mm. yeah interesting okay cool picnic um cool picnic cool picnic cool picnic uh i think i've got one more here uh for the indie side of things this is called ghost bike i don't know much about this right now other than you're riding a bike um look it up the art side ghost looks riding weird. it 
Not ghost. Honestly, Ryan, you in your experience of road biking, you might actually like ghost bike. Hmm. Um, it is road biking across kind of uh, normal towns. It's just very vibrant in color. Uh, I don't know. It's it's on my radar. I hadn't heard about this until looking into what's coming out next year. And again, these indie indie games on a Steam Deck. Uh, that's like the sweet. This is like seasons. This has big seasons vibes. Has season vibes for sure. Yeah. Um, which I think this is. Yeah, Annapurna too. So that's uh, oh, okay. Annapurna usually has a style in which they publish. So, anyways, that's my last game with date pick. Nick, do you have? You said you have some more here. No, I think that's it. I mean, I'm sure there are going to be some that I'm excited about, but these ones are like on my wish list or on my radar that I've actually written down. So uh, I think I think between the ones that you two covered and all these indies, I do think 2024 is going to be a big indie banger. So. Yeah, and I want to ask. That, I want to come back to that question that Ryan kind of brought up here. Is that when you look at this list that we just went over? Because I want to go after this. I want to go into somewhat speculations of anything that's you know in the realm of what you would like to see in twenty twenty four. That's realistic. But for now, when you look at this list, how do you feel about twenty twenty four as a whole for gaming? Um, and in contrast to the last few years that we've had here, uh, Ryan, I'll, I'll start with you since you posed that question. How do you feel about this slate of games for twenty twenty four? At first, I was looking at this list. And I'm like, man, it's going to be a down year. And then the more I picked into it, I mean, I think you just got to really look through it. Like they, you guys were saying, indie games, which I was kind of glazing over, looking at more of like the the big games mm-hmm. get more attention, right? Yeah. The only big game I'm really interested in is Black Myth Wukong. Yeah. And I, I don't even know how big. I think it's pretty big. It's one of... Like, yeah, it's one of the, yeah. it's like triple A developed. Okay. Okay. Um, other than that, everything I named, I'm looking, everything I named was pretty much an indie game. Yeah. And uh, they all look good. Yeah. Everything I named, I could play for sure. And so I'm curious when we come out on the other side, is it like, yeah, it was like a pretty fun year. Is it like, okay. Or is it, man, I don't like indies are just taking over. Like this is, Indies the future potentially. Yeah, no, I uh, I actually am on the other side of it where I go. I'm excited for the Indies, but I feel like we are going to have a weaker year here, at least what's been announced, where I think a good, a solid year to me is solid Indies like this slate right here. And then you've got like three or four big AAA titles. And right now we've got like one There's AAA title. One. Yeah. There's only one. And yeah. you know, that can be chalked up to the fact that Nintendo will announce things that are still coming out this year. True. Uh, Sony will announce things that are still probably coming out this year. But Summer I do, Game Fest will be interesting. Summer Game Fest, but I think even I think the next month, I think the next month we're going to see some announcements. Yeah. Um, so I think as of right now, when I look at this, I go, I'm actually not excited for this year in gaming. Um, it's going to be a strong indie year, but an overall strong year for me needs to have the indies and the big games. Yeah. And we don't have the big games right now. Um, Nick, I'm curious how you feel about it between Ryan and I's take. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm really excited just for the indies alone because that's kind of my area. But another big game that I forgot to mention was Stalker 2. Not, oh. I don't think you two are interested in that, but that's a bigger game. Uh, and I think it's going to have like this really cool kind of like story to it. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I was pretty bummed about it going into this month thinking... I just don't know how a 2024 can stack up to a 2023 yeah. just like, you know, holistically, but 
I saw a, a tweet the other day that's like, hey, here's what you can expect from Game Pass on Game Pass 2024. And I think that there are, a, I just think there are more games than we're thinking about. And I think some other things are going to come out. So I don't know. I think it's going to be a good year. I don't know that it's going to be a 2023 year, but uh, I think we're going to be, I think we're going to be surprised. I think that that's going to be like my take. I'm not sure there's going to be a lot of games that grab me, yeah. right? A lot of these games are going to be games that I play because I don't have anything else to play. And that's not like a bad thing, but like nothing maybe besides Black Myth is going to grab me like Baldur's Gate did or well, Tears of the Kingdom did. I felt like this year, 2023 or last year, I couldn't catch my breath with games. Yeah. Like I yeah, felt like so every, much. like it was a wealth of good choices. Yeah. And right now it's like, I can't even pinpoint those months that are like, I'm aiming for, right? And a lot of it because they're not announced. So that's why I want to go into this next section, speculation. Is there anything that you're speculating that will come out this year that hasn't been announced? Right. We talked about Nintendo, the fact that they don't announce things sometimes until the same year, right? We could get a game dropping this year, a huge one. I'm still, I guess you can count a vow to speculation because we don't know. Yeah, I think it's speculation. Yeah, but it it's listed 2024. So who's to say? On this topic of speculation, I also think the Switch 2 is coming out this year. Whatever the Switch successor is, I think that's this year. Dude, um, it has to. And a recent report came out that said it is more of an iteration and not really a big revolution, which I think is the right move. Switch right? There's not or something. A yeah. Super Switch, right? I, I'd like to see a Super, super Switch. switch. Oh, I didn't come yeah, up with that. Nice. Plenty of people have said that, but I think, <laughs> I think something along those lines is the right move. I want to be able to keep my library. I think the docking and not docking mechanism is great. Keep that. But I think it's coming out this year, and what's going to come alongside that? Maybe like what would you see them releasing for hype? I think Nintendo is going to come out with sophisticated VR this year. So wrong, <laughs> so. Which they did VR. I don't they know. Tried that they VR. Remember they tried the box, the, the cardboard box in your yeah. face. That was a bad no, idea. What What would be a good? I was never supportive of that idea. Never. What was it? Would be yeah, sure. What would be a good launch title for uh, the Switch Two, Ryan? The Super Switch. Oh, a launch title? Yeah. What would come mm. out this year alongside the Switch 2 if that oh, came out? this year? Gosh. Yeah. That's a really good question. Metroid Prime 4. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I have that written down. Gosh, Metroid Prime 4. Please. I've got one more. Please. One more. Nintendo, that I, hear I think, us. I, think, I don't think they do Metroid Star Prime Fox. 4 as like their big flagship because it's so niche still. Did they... Um, did they announce that 2017? It was a while ago. I think it was 2017. It was a while. We years. watched it. I think we watched that together. Together. Yeah. That's why I think it was 2017. Yeah, you might be right. That was way before BLG too. I think they'll do Mario Odyssey too. Um, I was thinking that too. I think Ooh. that would be the right move for there, a launch title. There was not a huge gap between Super Mario Galaxy and Super Mario Galaxy 2. Yeah. Both games were phenomenal. Both games stand on their own as like really, really good. Yeah. I don't know if you played the Galaxies. The first one, the remake. Oh, I'm sorry, the the one that was ported the to re-release. the release. The re-release, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think Mario Odyssey 2 is realistic for a, uh, a Switch flagship game to go. Because they did Tears of the Kingdom. I mean, I'm sorry, they did Breath of the Wild for the first game. Yeah. I think that would be the right move to, to reach mass success. Um, Nick, any ideas with this Nintendo situation? Any predictions here? No, but I hope they do something. You and I were talking about this the other day. I got the Steam Deck and I just I couldn't enjoy it um, because I had the Switch OLED and it was just so much better. Uh, now I have the OLED Steam Deck and I can't stand the Switch yeah. because of performance. Yeah. 
And so I, I never even once thought about performance on the Switch because that's all I knew and it was fine. But even like playing Zelda or uh, Skywalker Saga, I mean, it's like night and day difference between how they run. And so my my two sensors are like Nintendo has to do something with a better console and, you know, probably this year. And I don't know, I, I'd rather it's an iteration or a whole new thing. I'm something you know something that's better so i just don't think that they're going to come out with a uh if there's improvement i don't think it's going to be like substantial no in like i don't uh, need that either. as far Which as like quality or um i, I think it needs to i think it needs to be better performance though for sure better it should be yeah. i just don't think they will Nintendo. yeah they're like you guys are going to buy princess peaches what what's the game <laughs> yeah princess peaches. dress up oh dress it makes up. me sad Stage left Stage, something. yeah something like that you know, here's here's I guess why I would say I think it will. I think they will release a, a bigger one, better one, and it may not be 2024. But all of these games that are looking to uh, didn't we have an announcement that like Call of Duty was going to come to Switch in the coming years or something like that? Yes, we did. Yeah, that leaked. I think yeah, I think if you have if you're going to continue on that path, and Nintendo is going to partner with these other other studios, other other. Uh, platforms they're going to just have to have a better system and yeah. so i think that that's better for everybody i think that's a better deal for nintendo i'm sure there's money to be made there it's better for their users um and i think that they're going to want to do that now knowing nintendo they'll probably not really care about it and do it at the last moment but um i don't know maybe they'll, maybe they'll blow us away this time no i agree they won't <laughs> um yeah. but you didn't you know what could help nintendo with their focus and kind of being a little bit more attuned to what the, the, the people want some of their performance and whatnot. I do. I think they should take magic mind, magic mind. Tell me about magic mind, right? What's magic mind. Magic mind is, a, is a coffee replacement is how I use it. Yeah. But really it's a focus booster. It's a detention grabber and it helps you just feel better in the morning. The attention thing genuinely, this is the, after drinking Magic Mind, the the little two ounce shot, I actually get this like a little bit of a rush after for a I solid go super like. You go super saiyan. My hair goes gold. I'm screaming more. I I think the the focus is like really there. Like that's the uh, the rush I get. It's a great feeling. Um, and to your point, the coffee replacement is really what I like it for. Right. It's helping me cut down on caffeine. I'm not as jittery with this, but it also keeps that focus and energy up throughout the day. Yeah. I've been trying to get off coffee cause I drink a lot. And so this definitely helps. You can even take it with coffee for some people who just, they do take in a lot of caffeine. Yep. Um, I'm actually going the opposite direction and this is like a quick shot that gives me a lot of the boost without making me feel weird. And yeah, no crash. Anxious. Or yeah, no crash. Like that. Um, and that's the other side of it. I actually have a cup of coffee still. I just don't have a second or third one like I usually do. Right. I'll do a cup of coffee and then Magic Mind. Um, and right now they've got a promo going for the month of January where you actually can get a free month uh, off if you subscribe for three months. So you do three months, you get a free month. Um, also, nice. we have a new promo code. This is our new 2024 promo code. Ooh. BLG20. So upon checkout... Ooh. Type in BLG20. You're going to get 20% off. Um, and also, if you do the subscription model alongside of it, you can get upwards of like 56% off. These these shots get down to th like around $3. Um, and then also, you can go straight there via magicmind.com slash Jan Bush League Games. 
um, for the month of January. Mm. But again, upon Ooh. checkout, that's BLG20. And uh, get yourself some Magic Mind. Uh, again, Nintendo, they could use some of this focus. They could use it. Some of this performance. They could use it, yeah. The Switch 2 can use that for performance. I pour it directly into my charging <laughs> port for the Switch. Yeah, the vent. And it stopped working completely. Yeah. So I wouldn't recommend that. Don't do that. Yeah. Okay. Um, back to speculation, guys. So I have one more speculation that I think actually it's not that it's a big reach, but that's Assassin's Creed Red. No, no, no. You don't think that's coming out this year? No. Really? There's no way. I don't think so. They could. They they pump they pump games out like they just reskin them. Yeah, I see it coming out and pump them out. Maybe I'm just with the Star Wars game coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. That's an open world. That's true. Um, they, I got. They, I'm sure they got a lot of resources going to that. Mirage came out last year, which wasn't a full dedicated open world, but it was an Assassin's Creed title, and I feel like it's in their best interest to save this for 2025. Interesting. Okay. Say the Star Wars is successful and it, it's great. You don't want to be like cannibalizing your own. It might be yeah. two different groups playing these games, which is great, but there's a lot of overlap there too, and I think that'd be better to save it for 2025. Do you have any other speculation for next year? No. Or this year? We're in 2024. My speculation is that Nintendo is not going to shock us. <laughs> if there is a Switch 2, it's going to be like 20% better battery life and 10% brighter, and uh, they'll fix the Joy-Con drift. That's going to be it. That's it. I feel very confident. They're never going to fix the Joy-Con drift. I feel very confident it's not going to be something that just absolutely blows us away. Yeah, I'm not, and there's not going to be a title that's like, whoa, we didn't see that coming. Yeah. No, you're probably right. And that's probably the best thing is to check your expectations with Nintendo. It'll probably be like um, Splatoon 4 is probably what's going to come out. <laughs> or 1, 2, Switch, 3. Two. Oh, <laughs> three. No, they came out with a sequel, I think. Did they? It would be on the third one. Uh, yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, Nick, one, two, three, three. Anything speculating? No. Okay. Guys, let's get into the Hall of Fame. Nick, you might not have been able to hear that, but that's that the Hall loud. of Fame song by that the script. Loud. Yeah. The script? The script. I always forget. It sounds like Imagine Dragons. It's the script. That's the worst of their songs. The script? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's... They've got some good songs. They've got like two. Two. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Nick just is gone. Okay, I thought Nick got I'm out. Left. He's like, I'm not doing this. Uh, Nick, it, it is your nomination this week. So I don't know if I you got, got... I know you were working through your way through the Game of the Year episode. Um, did you get to the Hall of Fame section yet? No. So, Ryan, we have to break this to him because I don't think he's going to be a fan of this. Yeah. But you nominated a game that he probably would have vetoed. Yeah, Tears of the Kingdom. It's in the Hall of Fame, Nick. Yeah. So. So, yeah. Is he act- oh, yeah, I knew. Oh, okay, he took it off. Ooh. He wanted to hang up. He wanted to hang up, but he knew that would mess up the whole setup. I love that user photo. Yeah, so, Nick, we we put Baldur's Gate 3 and Tears of the Kingdom into the Hall of Fame last week or two weeks ago. Jacob made me do it. I feel like the Baldur's Gate is fine. <laughs> I feel like that's fine. But outside of that one example, I, I feel like you can't put a game into the Hall of Fame that fast. Well, we did. So we did. Yeah. I know. And I stuff it like a calzone. I think I can. 
put one that fast. Like, I, I don't think that, I, I mean, you, gonna you, change. you can, but you can, but things change all the time. I, we totally look back and feel different about certain games. <laughs> yeah, but no, not these ones, not this. Yeah, not these two. Mm. Like sometimes you're right, but not, not, not in this not case. Here. <laughs> uh, well, that's frustrating. <laughs> Would you have put Breath of the Wild in? Maybe I think Breath of the Wild was. Uh, I think it's going to go down in history as something that like totally changed the genre, and that you saw other games copy. And I think the second one was like, I don't know, it was just kind of like an iteration on the first one. Here was our reasoning: is Breath of the Wild was almost like an open beta for Tears of the Kingdom. Really, Tears of the Kingdom was the game no. they wanted to make. Breath of the Wild was an incredible game that was nothing like a beta and you guys are just saying that it's a beta so you can feel better about the second one he's turning red again he's getting mad yeah he's turning he's gonna turn he's gonna turn green and turn into the hulk soon oh Um, my gosh nick yeah that's uh, well we we, on that front we called you though we called you twice so that's just give us your take give us your pick for the hall of fame what are you nominating what are you nominating on that front, just to show my oh, we can't hear you. It's going to be Link's Awakening. We can't. We couldn't hear you. Oh, oh, say that again. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was playing the Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame song, song while you were talking. So the, the, oh. We might not have heard that, but I, I read, your, read your lips. What did you say? Yeah, I said on that front, just to show my love for Zelda, it's, it's Link's Awakening for sure. Wow. Dang, dude. He, he tested the waters a couple weeks ago. I'm going to veto that. Are you? No. <laughs> no, I'm not going to veto that. I would consider it. Would you? I tried it. Can oh, get, you never finished it? I couldn't get through it. I, Dude, you're talking wow. to a guy that's like so biased. I can't not think. I think, I don't know that they've made us. Okay, besides Skyward Sword, I don't think there's a Zelda that doesn't belong in. The this is thing. the, are we talking about the remake specifically or the original? Yeah, I would say the remake. I mean. It's the one I played. And am I reviewing it? Am I? Are we inducting this in the basis of this is a twenty twenty game when it came out, or twenty nineteen game when it came out? Or are we basing it upon nostalgia? I'm basing it on like when Link's Awakening originally came out. See, that's where that's where I think it gets dicey with this nominee specifically. Is that when I played it in twenty nineteen, it was like, okay, I see the origin here, I see the roots. I don't think I can confidently veto the original Link's Awakening because what it meant at the time and that it was revolutionary. The remake in 2019 was what I'm, I'm judging it as that game in 2019 or whatever it came out, whatever year. Mm. It's like, okay, this is that game that look, it looks prettier now, but it's still the same dated gameplay um, that we don't make many games for anymore. He's got a point, Nick, and I don't want to veto this. I don't think so. I think the 6.46 million sales on it is just a testament to how good the game is. I think that's nostalgia. Rather, talking. it was remade with prettier graphics or not. I think that's nostalgia talking. People are like, oh, I want to go play the game I played on the, the SNES. I almost feel like we should... Sorry, I just hit that. I almost feel like we should... Like, Link's Awakening, and that includes the remake and the original. These are questions I'm asking for that reason. Because I mm. feel like I feel like whether you're playing, you're aesthetically... Scratching different itches. Ultimately, it's, it's the same game. Link's Awakening is like the game. It's the exact same game. Yeah, Nick, you're about to drop off the video say, again. To get kicked. So if you can just send another link right after. I guess you don't have a premium oh, account, Nick. Something's going on here. Yeah, yeah. Because you're I the host. Know. You're the host just now. Yeah. Um. Anyway, send another link. Send another link 
Nice. Speaking of links. And then awaken. Awakening. Um, but let's continue this conversation until Nick drops off. Um, and then when he's gone, I'll veto it for sure. Um, I will say. That's it. Not that coming I, back. I do think we have to consider the whole it as a whole game. Because if it is just the re-release, the remake, I'm going to veto it. Um, yeah, because to me, it would be silly for us to be like, oh, Wind Waker HD is the better game of the Wind Wakers. We just lost Nick. Like, of course, we would prefer to play the HD version. Like, of course, right? Yeah. But we're still looking through the lens of like, the game is just phenomenal, especially for what it did and like when it came out. So like... I think we we just umbrella Link's Awakening includes the includes the original and the remake, and I think we should do that for all the games that we nominate that have a remake, because the reason they have a remake is because they're such loved games, right? Yeah. Like if if that's any indication, like I would add Metroid Prime, but I'm not going to be like the remake. Make the difference between the remaster, remaster. or the. Because I do think the relevancy of at the time of release is something that is is what makes it so good is that this was game design that yeah. came out in you know 1980 whatever right and it was a big deal then so nick what ryan just proposed is that this is links links awakening as a whole this like when it. when someone when you tell someone dude i love zelda wind waker legend of zelda wind waker they're not like the hd or the original no one asked that no. they're just like yeah that's an incredible game and it doesn't really matter which one yeah but i do think I do think the HD is like a completely different comparison than the. I'm trying to help you, Nick. Yeah. The difference in. I'm trying to help you. Keep it in. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I. I mean, yeah, but that doesn't change the. But to Jacob's point, the game design is amazing and it's nostalgic and people love it and that's great. But I don't know that you would just not accept the new one because they made a new one that's like the exact same but a lot better visually designed. I'm just someone that like the design and the graphics and the art is like the most important thing to me. And then everything else is secondary. So I don't know that you can knock it because of that. And if it's like, Hey, we got to take the whole thing. then that's totally fine because the new one is the old thing. It's just got a different outfit. Yeah. I I'm, I'm saying for our hall of fame, I'm saying for our hall of fame, we should include it. Like regardless of HD remakes the whole thing or remasters i'm cool with that i think we just make the game cool with that yeah in which case i will also add link's awakening and which also i will hold my veto i haven't beat this game um but i do think the impact of it is bigger than just the remake um and that's where i i will concede i know it's bigger than that yeah and also whatever sales, Nick, Nick with numbers over here coming, coming at us with facts that it had a lot of sales. Like, I think 6.64 million people would beg to do <laughs> I'm one of them and I would argue, no, that's true. Um, okay. Our last segment today, guys, the BLG Oh, forever young. <laughs> hey guys, we're going back to January 13th, 2004. 20 years ago, mm. 20 years ago, January 13th, 2004, oh my gosh, 20 years ago, um, guys, I'll help you out with some framing here, some context movies in January of 2004, the butterfly effect with old Ashton wow, Kutcher, such a Ashton Kutcher, Ashton Kutcher, uh, the original saw movie terrified dark. me, very yeah. dark and scary. 
And then super super size me the documentary about eating too much McDonald's Hmm. American classics pretty light dude I actually love that movie it's pretty good yeah super high me also pretty good hilarious pretty good hilarious guys music Britney Spears releases the single toxic Franz Ferdinand releases a single take me out which is Mm -hmm. their most famous song Usher releases the single yeah Dude, I was just when you said Usher, I started saying yeah in my yeah. head. I mean, when you think Usher, that, yeah. that is Usher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then lastly, yeah. and I have yeah. a little story for this one. Black Eyed Peas releases the single "Hey Mama." Oh, do you want to hey, tell mama. this story? Yeah, I'm going to tell the story. Oh my gosh, is this the story I'm thinking about? No, it's not. Oh, okay, okay. That's for another story. That's for our late night show. And that's my humps. That, that's, that's for the. Uh, oh, okay. This is that's hey, for the premium. Oh, right. Premium, premium subscriber on Patreon. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Patreon. Yeah. Hit us up. Um, guys, I used to go to the local library and I would rent CDs, music CDs, Black, Black Eyed Peas specifically, this album and other albums. I'd take those CDs home and I would burn them onto my computer and put them into my iTunes account. I did this wow. for thousands of songs. I would just go back and forth between the library, renting out more CDs burning them and i thought it was the most ingenious idea ever because it was like i don't need to pay for music Yeah, breaking the law i don't know if this is illegal either it's illegal would we consider this illegal yeah burning a cd for sure i'm renting it i cannot believe you <laughs> come at me uh cave creek Dude. library district. while i was on sketchy russian sites downloading them for free LimeWire. the right way limewire limewire yeah well once limewire was banned it was like mp3 boo and stupid things like that where yeah. it's all virus that was more illegal that was more illegal for mm. sure i was doing it the right way i was pirating the appropriate way much easier I'll you say. were mine was much harder yeah you i were. was working for it yeah anyways i was risking my my life in prison for the black ips hey mama that single wow so, Guys, did that help frame the time period for you at all? I was in fourth grade. Yeah, unfortunately. I was I was 14. I was nine. Guys, you want a hint just to narrow it down a little bit? No, I was 10. Um, yes. This was on the GameCube PS GameCube PS2 and Xbox. Oh, it's a video game. It's a video game. Where yeah, we're in the game. Yeah, it's a video game. <laughs> Uh, and I'll give you one last hint. Okay. This was published under the EA Sports Big label. Oh my gosh. EA Sports Big. That was pretty good. That yeah, was good. Hire me. Hire okay, me. Okay, is it is it like a a big game or is it kind of a niche game? Big. Pretty good. By the way. I re-listened to my Mario. Sounds. It's very good. They're really good. Yeah, dude. If you, if the listener hasn't listened to our game of the year episode, Ryan leans in pretty good on Mario sounds. Some I good can, Mario. Dude, I can do Mario. I'm proud of that. Take a guess here. EA sports big, Man, dude, that, I'm going to be so mad. big narrows it down a ton. Yeah. Like that is, that should be jumping out at you right now. Right. Nick, do you have, am I allowed to look it up? Did you, no, no, definitely not. What? Probably, Did you look it up? Is he is. He is. He has it pulled up right now. Yeah. What are you talking about? Okay, EA Sports. Okay, I guess you're is not it guessing. EA Sports. EA Sports big, big dude. I'm trying to think of uh... Nick. You suck, man. I can like see that logo. How dare you? 
He's looking at it right now. I can see it in his eyes. Um, look at the reflection. <laughs> look at the reflection of his eyes, Ryan. <laughs> oh, Need for Speed Underground. No, he's no. big. In my defense, Sports there's big. a list of like 500 here, so I haven't haven't seen it. Specifically, I feel like Nick would think not play this game. He wouldn't have played this NBA game. Street. No, in NFL why I it up. Street. NFL Street. Dude. NFL Street, dude. Oh, seven on seven football blitz style, pretty much. Um, yeah, dude, this was a big game for me personally. And I think it actually was because it had three, it had two, it had two games after it. Okay. I played this game, but for my whole friend group, NBA street was like the same game. Same yeah. volume one, volume two, volume three. Oh, I love those as well. Bonafide. More Remember? of a backyard football game. Oh man. Oh wow. Another, that's another deep cut. That's though. actually, those are great games. Yeah. Yeah. Backyard sports great games. And I bring up yeah. this game up specifically because where did these games go? These were hits. These are huge games. NBA, question. they had a soccer version. NFL. The last, the most comparable thing was NBA Playgrounds. Yeah, that's true. And it wasn't very big. That's true. So I wonder if there's like, I wonder if kids just aren't as interested in that as we were. That's very true. Maybe they tried coming back with that and that didn't sell as much as they were hoping. Yeah. I don't know what it was about those games, Jacob, but I couldn't, it was like, addictive i couldn't stop playing and i i need an arcadey sports game i don't yeah. like the sim sports game yeah i this was bigger than madden for us this was bigger than same 2k and all that stuff we loved those games but i think kids these days they would rather play like 2k is huge huge fifa's huge fifa's huge madden is bigger than ever yeah. so I, I think that's what it is is the arcadey stuff has gone out also, what I liked about it is that it had really good licensed music, which I, I think you can argue oh, they yeah. wants to too. But also, yeah, it always had amazing, like SSX games. Yeah, soundtracks. Speed for speed. speed. Yeah, dude. Um, and it, they also had legends, though. Like in all of these games, the NBA ones, yeah. the NFL ones, they had characters. like characters like Larry Bird on the NBA one. Like they had yeah. all like the classic, you know, they brought oh, you're talking about like back. the actual players. Actual yeah, players back sure. from history. But then they had like funny characters too yeah i think they called legends that you had unlocked that were amazing yeah yeah they have the modern roster Dude, modern listen roster. listen to this uh in fiscal year 2023 ea posted gap net revenue of approximately 7.4 billion for ea sports whoa yeah they're making money fifa that fifa online mode they have just prints money fifa is massive Something league, dude. That is absolutely something, insane. Something league where you get like cards and you yeah. upgrade them. And I went when I was at college. Alabama has a really big um, international student program. Yeah, and so I was with international students like all the time. Somehow, whether in my classes or my friends' classes, we would just meet them, and then they were looking for friends, so they'd come over. Dude, FIFA was the only thing, thing they cared about. From every like we're talking South America, from Europe, from Middle Eastern countries, yeah. all the way to like I had there's Chinese students. All they cared about was FIFA. Yeah. It's huge. It's huge. It's huge. And that's honestly probably why they'd rather put money into better more FIFA development than yeah. these little side games that this, if NBA Street came out today, I bet you it would make almost nothing. They would probably lose money on it. Anyways, guys, that's Sad. January 13th, 2004. I wanted Kids. to point that one out. That was Forever <laughs> Young. Ryan, what have you been playing? Baldur's Gate 3. Is that Exclusively. it? Exclusively. Loving it? Loving it. Every second of it. 
ready to be done or no? I was, I'm, it's a strange juxto, juxto, wow. Keep going. You gotta, you have to, don't, don't help him out, Nick. Let's, let's see him work. Are you trying still? Just try one more time. Juxtaposition. There it is. Thank you. You were close. You almost. After that first one, did you just hit yourself in the face? Wow. That's. That's so much more embarrassing than what I just did, right, yeah, guys? Yeah, totally. Right, audio, so right, audio listeners. Thanks for bailing me out there. Right, there. audio <laughs> listeners. That's great. <laughs> Dude, that was hard to get out. It was very hard. Juxtaposition. 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 It's easier once I heard someone say it. Yeah. I had to say it silently in my head so that I didn't keep making just strange noises with my mouth. Yeah. Anyway. Starting to be offensive. This weird sound. <laughs> I was getting there for sure. I... I simultaneously cannot wait for Baldur's Gate to end because I want my life back and I want my free time back. And at the same time, I'm so afraid of the ending because it's the best game ever. It is so good. And I don't want it to end. Yeah, you'll feel a little empty after for sure. I think when it ends, it'll be really hard to just fill that hole in my heart. You know what I mean? <laughs> that, I'll probably that do drugs. Hole that shadow heart left. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Shadow heart. <laughs> Your video game girlfriend. Um, yeah. Nick, what have you been playing? Wow. Also, Baldur's Gate 3, but uh, I just sunk like 80 hours into Octopath Traveler 2. So that's that's the bulk of it. A little bit of Skywalker Saga. And uh, I just started last night the uh, uh, Lamplighters League. Oh, yeah. You sent me a screenshot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That looks good. Let me know how that is. That that. looks, is that turn-based strategy, tactical strategy? Yeah. Yeah. It looks pretty A little bit more uh, story and and narrative and design to it, but uh, that's it for me. Do you see yourself coming back to Baldur's Gate soon or are you kind of exploring other things right now? No, I see, uh, I see myself going back to it. It's hard for me to play games on the computer. I just am not disciplined enough to like not work or not do something else on the computer. So it's pretty hard for me, but uh i'll finish it i'll finish it this quarter for yeah, sure I have the opposite problem than that dude that's what i got on ps5 yeah did you play P- no you played pc pc yeah and i just backbone on my phone it's it's hard not to yeah once you try it on pc though it's man the ui i can't, is, I can't do it oh, i love the ui on the pc it's just like i can't do it any other way yeah it's like you can scroll around the whole map and like, yeah, that, yeah, it's, it's, I'm not going to argue that it's like not way better. Yeah. But. It, there's a convenience to being on the couch with it though, but yeah. there, it's just a different cinematic experience when you're playing on the PC. For sure, for sure. Um, okay. A couple that I've recently finished also, did you say you did finish Octopath? Or are you still playing that? No, I finished. Yeah. You, you finished it. Um, I finished the God of War Ragnarok Valhalla DLC. Oh, wow. And, did uh, you? It's very good. You guys have to play it. You okay. guys were right about, I bet there's gonna be some story tidbits in there and there are 100% story things that I think are very relevant and that you should experience. And I think mm. the, the cell that I'll put out there for you guys is that this is Kratos going to straight up therapy for his crimes as a Greek God. Ooh. Um, Roman God. Wow. Roman God. Is it Roman? Isn't he fight Zeus? Shoot, dude. I guess I don't know. He fights Zeus and Ares. You're right. Them. It's Greek. You're right. I think Greek is. Yeah. 
Um, but I will say that like the combat that you guys were nervous about is like, oh, I don't really play for the combat. It's light. I mean, it, it is combat driven, but you guys can get through it. It's not, it's not super long and the development of the character is very, very enlightening mm. and it's relevant for future games, I think. So that was very good. Boy. Guys, Boy. I just finally rolled credits on a little game called Marvel's Midnight Suns. Oh my gosh, dude. 90 hours later. Are you bragging? Oh my gosh. 90 dude. hours later after I started this a year ago. It's one of those games that I almost sat down forever multiple times. But there's something that I think for this game, the fact that I kept coming back to it and enjoying it for long stints, taking a break, enjoying it. There's something here and we'll, we're, we'll never get to see this explored again. I don't, didn't do well enough for us to get a sequel likely um, that Marvel IP is kind of all over the place now too, but it's it, like Marvel gossip girl. There's the, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> there's the fire emblem, like, Fire, if you f- played Fire, Fire Emblem Three Houses, there's this whole segment of every part of like each battle where you go back to the home base and you talk to your comrades and you build relationships and it improves their skills. And there's a whole, you know, more dialogue driven choice system. And then there's an absolutely amazing tactical turn based game um, with cards that the cards aren't really too relevant to it, but. The actual combat, you both of you would absolutely love. It's super unique. It's awesome. Where people are lost is on the dating simulator aspect to it, right? You're not actually dating anyone, but it's relationship simulator. And that can be kind of um, off-putting when you're, doing, when you're doing yoga with Blade. It's also optional. So I chose to do all that because I wanted really strong characters. You could have just skipped right to next to the combat. Because you want really fine. strong characters, huh? Yeah, I didn't <laughs> I want, I want to do yoga with Blade. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I rolled credits. I loved it. Um, 90 hours, Jake. 90 hours, yeah. And that says something. I really liked it. Um, and I recommend it for others. Right now, it's on the Humble Choice bundle. So if you do a month of Humble Choice, Marvel's Midnight Sends the big banner game along with like five or six other games you can get. So that's, I think, twelve ninety nine. Nick, can you look up what Humble Choice is right now? I think it's like twelve ninety nine. Yeah, you get that game yep. and a bunch of other games. Or is eleven ninety nine? You maybe I think it's eleven ninety nine. Yeah, you get that and a bunch of other games. That is a hundred percent worth it for Marvel's Midnight Suns and the other games. So, if you're yeah, interested, yeah. that's eleven ninety nine. Eleven ninety nine. Okay. Um, lastly, I started Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven after our conversation again. Oh, um, I bought the upgraded version with Phantom Liberty. Does it make a difference? I haven't got to it. I restarted the game, so okay. that's like a later portion. But the the graphics look really good on PC. Uh, ray tracing's turned on like the lowest setting, but it's still ray tracing. Um, probably better than what I saw in the Can series. Can your PC X. do that? The lower a lower setting. It's not okay. like true ray tracing. It's not what George is doing. Not, not not even close what George is doing. Yeah, um, that's like real particle physics. And one more, Nick. I started a cozy game like Nick. It's called yes. Coral, Coral Island. Oh yeah, it's like Stardew Valley with a southeast Southeast Asian kind of uh art style and like setting it's like islands um there's like an under i haven't got to the underwater sections but it's very much a farming stardew valley like um nick you would love it it's great on the steam deck and it's just if i want to be cozy at the end of the day and not really think and just work on my farm and you know you know foster these relationships in this game that's what i'm doing at the end of the day is coral island i'll end up getting it i know Mm -hmm. you will 
<laughs> Guys, that's it this week. Let's get into some housekeeping. Housekeeping. Upcoming episodes. Next week, we are reviewing The Invincible. This is with Ethan Meister, uh, me, you, and George. Next week, we're doing that? Um, next episode. Two weeks. Oh, okay. It's like a five-hour, five, six-hour game. <laughs> like I, haven't started it. I haven't started it. I intentionally okay. have been waiting to start it until we're closer oh to this because it's a quick play. Yeah. It's like I want to play. I just got to figure out how I'm going to finish Baldur's Gate 3. Steam Deck compatible. Okay. And our Baldur's Gate episode is after this, so this is more upfront. Um, yeah, but I want Nick, if you want to play it, let me know. I'll get you a code, and you can play it too. But when I send it out, it's also sci-fi. I know you're not into that genre. Um, but if you want to play it, yeah. we'll be coming back in two weeks. Okay, I'll let you know. I remember you setting that's it, actually. It's that's cool. a no. Nick's that's a camera is going rogue right now, dude. Um, Baldur's Gate 3, episode coming up for that. We have to talk about that in detail after we do a full spoiler cast. Um, very excited about that. Subscribe. Um, we're do, we're put, I'm putting shorts out again. So if you want to mm. see YouTube shorts, mm. TikTok also, you can subscribe there. But I'm, mm. I'm working on that again. Mm. Having some fun. Having time doing that. I got my life back after Baldur's Gate. Mm. Patreon. Do or don't. We appreciate it if you do. Mm. Helps us with games and Korean barbecue. Yep. Magic Mind, again, that offer code was BLG20. BLG20. And that URL is magicmind.com slash Jan Bush League Games. Um, Jan? 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 Bush League Games. Um, and guys, that's it. We'll see you in two weeks. I love you. I'm. It's a strange juxtaposition. Chuck to chick to chick to